Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Starting off with the announcement of uh, the repo rate, um, the South African Reserve Bank remains unchanged at 8.25%, at 8.25%, that is the repo rate. Um, the Reserve Bank Governor Lisitsha Khanyaho um, has just made that announcement. We speak to Klanti Bai next, who is a senior economist at PwC. Klanti, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. So headline inflation yesterday coming in 0.3% um, higher than what uh, the Reserve Bank or the MPC um, had predicted, uh, but yet we still get this announcement that um, the repo rate will remain unchanged. What do you make around this difficult balancing act that the MPC had to do? Uh, good afternoon, Aldrin. I think uh, the important thing, and I think perhaps we have to uh, try and explain, that you know, we use two uh, measures for uh, for inflation or CPI. Uh, the first one is what you call what is called headline inflation. That's the one that's usually announced. So the one we are talking about is 5.8%. Then there's a second measure that is called core inflation, where we remove uh, um, uh, food prices and energy and, uh, and, and, and petrol prices, because those two are rather quite volatile, and that volatility is what usually leads um, to a lot of the concerns that you see. Now, one of the things that emerges um, from these numbers, of course, is that what we've seen with the food prices in particular, uh, which is a headline inflation, is that uh, we saw the, the shocks uh, in terms of the chicken prices that went up in eggs, and that's those eggs, of course, because of the shortage that we had because of that shock um, uh, sickness in the birds. And then the second one has been potatoes and other poor production uh, in potatoes. So that pushed up um, food prices. But that's a temporary thing that is seen that over a period of time that should actually continue to come down. Then, of course, we've seen some, um, you know, uh, performance in terms of transfer prices or fuel prices that are seen to be receding a little bit. So, but if we look at core inflation, so the stable measures. That's probably much better to look at because that is about 4.5% right at the midpoint. And that's something that's much more sustainable. So that it sounds that inflation, therefore, is, um, is you know, starting to start the life and it's coming before. And then, of course, what is important is to look ahead. Remember, the Reserve Bank tends to look ahead. So when they were increasing um, interest rates, they were looking ahead at the sectors that were um, you know, pressuring prices. And that's what they were acting on. Now that that has come in, um, that is something that has been helpful. That will start to reduce, um, um, you know, that. So that gives us some hope um, that you know the cycle has ended, and that perhaps we can now look towards a uh, uh, lower, uh, lower repo rate. But we don't know exactly when that will be happening. And also looking at the prediction that has been made by the MPC around when we expect headline inflation to stabilize, they will still speak about the 5.8% in 2024. Yes, um, 2024 is next year. Um, remember, one of the key things is that what we have now is tight management policy. So basically, it's above what you would call the neutral rate, as they like to call it. So actually, it doesn't have to be tight. So before it was accommodative. So there is space to actually untighten it because now that inflation has receded, you no longer have to have tight conditions. So you are able to reduce it. So it doesn't have to be loose as it was um, and likely not to go back to those, um, to those low levels that we came from. But there's still space. So if you are starting to sit below the 6%, you are able to actually say, look, uh, if we look at it and it's actually below the, it's within the target and we think it's going to stay within the target for longer, um, then it does allow space, um, you know, to to loosen a little bit, so that actually you give um, the, to take off the pressure that has been um, 
that was introduced merely because um, inflation was high. So we have to actually take cognizance of the fact that where we are now is very tight and you can actually loosen and that could allow, you know, a little bit of breathing space, but without having, um, you know, low, inter- lower, low interest rates as we have. So there is definitely scope uh, in the next uh, year to see um, rates, uh, rate cuts, even though we must be, uh, must be clear that uh, one will, is not likely to see what we saw uh, when we were, you know, at lows. I wonder then what the ripple effect will be around the logistic constraints that um, that the Reserve Bank uh, governor speaks about, also considering that he says that, unfortunately, with the logistical constraints that we currently have, it will lead to increase in cost of doing business and also the cost of um, the cost of living. Certainly, I think that's a very, very big worry. And again, uh, an area where we have to look whether actually we are dealing with a short-term problem or a long-term problem. And I think that's something that they're going to be looking at. Because remember, if you have logistics problems, which, for example, we can't get those goods into the country, but we are getting to a situation where, for example, in December, you know, we know people spend a lot and there's going to be a lot of demand, but you can't meet that demand uh, because of, I mean, you can't because you don't have the supply because things are stuck uh, on, on cranes and also things like that. And of course, that could really add a lot of pressure. I remember this is the same kind of pressure we saw with increased prices um, when we had, for example, problems, uh, you know, uh, in, about around Russia, where basically we, you know, um, we could not transport goods or they were taking long, the Chinese problems and all sorts of things. So where we are, and then there was an outbreak in China um, that was quite um, elongated and that we couldn't get stuff into South Africa, and that created uh, increased prices because we had little um, shortages. So where this thing is going to give us shortages in goods, um, then that's going to uh, give us inflationary pressures, and actually it might affect even that core inflation we were talking about. So it's it's a very, very important thing, and it's a big, big worry. But one hopes that actually, as they said, you know, that's something that they can actually resolve in the coming months rather than uh, longer than that, because, of course, then that closes any gap um, that we might be hoping for for lower interest rates because, obviously, there will be pressure on inflation. Thank you so much for your time. Klanti is a senior economist at PwC, and actually today the president as well as the um, Minister of Public Enterprises, Praveen Kodan, were in the Richards Bay port today to go and oversee um, the crisis that the port is currently facing. And, of course, that 10-kilometer-long stretch of queue with the trucks, with the loads on cargo um, that needs to be delivered at that port as well. And as you heard, the impact that that could have on core inflation.